So what you're saying is that Winnie the Pooh is a nudist. So welcome back to the Too Good To Be Too podcast and this is episode seven now. But first, before we uh, got started, I just wanted to say thank you for 100 followers. Yes. Uh, it's a big milestone for us. I think we're on like 130 something, no, 130. Yeah, I know. I think, but either way, it means a lot. But 100 is a big landmark. 100 is a good, yeah. Landmark. Landmark. Milestone. Oh, yeah. God, we're the worst. Big milestone for us. Right, so, Sergeant, how have you been this week? Have you had anything interesting? Um, well, I was watching Everybody Hates Chris the other day, which I've been watching since I was, like, really young. And we've only just recently started watching it. Yeah, but again. Sort of, it has rewatch value, I like it. Um, and I, I watched, we watched the episode where uh, it's a Christmas episode and they don't want to tell the youngest, well, the daughter, who's ta- Tonya, mm. uh, that, that Santa isn't real. Well, that son, oh. basically, they don't want to break it to her, that Santa isn't real. I saw you so watching wa- the living room. So I wanted yeah. to pose a question to you. If you had kids, yeah. would you tell them that Santa is real okay. from like when they're born and f- like forever? And stick to that. And stick to that. Okay. Or would you be real with them and be like, he's not real? That's how it is. I I mean, I think it's important maybe for our listeners to know. That we don't have kids. That we don't have kids. <laughs> and Sergeant is, although I'm five years your senior, I mm. think Sergeant is much more mature in thought. So this might lead into my answer. I myself yeah. would let my kids believe it because mm. I think there's so many points in your life where you know, like you know, like when you're little and you might be shy at school or like your friends are not very nice or you find it hard to make friends or hard to speak in class. Yeah. I think life is full of rejection and there's a lot of setbacks when you're a kid that shape who you are. Mm-hmm. So I think what is the harm in believing in Santa? Like, I That's don't feel true. like there's any harm. And then I think you'll come to the realization one day, you know, like. Tooth Fairy, Santa, so on and so forth. Maybe they're all in the same box. We, they're not really real. Yeah. But it's just nice. To, it's something nice to believe in, I think. You? Mm. I'm I'm the opposite. I think you should tell them from the get-go, okay, he's not real. <laughs> from just, the get-go? <laughs> you just got to get with that. Because firstly, because if I, if I tell my child, oh, he's, uh, he, he's, well, whoever Santa who is, he mm. or she or they, yeah. is real. And then one day I accidentally say, he's not real, he or she or they is not it's real. heartbreaking. Um, mm. It kind of, I think it could maybe like have an impact on their belief in stuff in the future. That's my point of view. I do, I do agree with the viewpoint. I think having having said that, I know I've had this conversation with mum and dad before. Yeah. And I've asked them like, how have they ever broken news to us? And I think it might have been the tooth fairy that I've asked my dad about Santa. And I remember like mum and dad saying to us that we never had the conversation with you that Santa (laughs) wasn't real, that we were the people putting money into a pillow. We kind of just accepted it. We just sort of grew into it. So I mean, is there really a need to say to your kid, no, Santa isn't real? Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's just a natural process of for us realizing he's not real. I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting when you have kids to see what happens. So, on today's episode, we'll be discussing uh, different laws that exist in different parts of the world. We'll be uh, sharing what we think about them, the reasoning behind them, and if we agree with them or not. So, Hannah, let's take it away with the first one. <laughs> let's take it away. So, I was reading online when researching for this topic that Sarjan was keen to cover, mm. that it's illegal to use your drive... To use your drive through to, to use your phone yeah. in the drive through in Canada. Okay. So, the more I looked into this, I kind of want to know more about it because on the outside it just seems maybe a little silly mm-hmm. but in 2015 a man was fined $300 for using his $300? yeah he was fined $300 for texting in line Whoa. in the Tim Hortons drive through now this one if I'm honest mm. I don't understand because say if I'd gone out or gone through the drive through and I was going to text somebody at home or say hey so I'm yeah. in the drive through do you want a drink or something Yeah, that this may- would be the prime time to yeah. do it 
I wouldn't want to waste time doing it at the counter. Mm. And you're kind of trickling through the drive-thru, so I don't understand. You're not going at full speed where you can hurt someone. But the reason behind this is, well, you could go full speed so you get that. The reason behind this one is that um, they apply the same rules at red traffic lights. So when the traffic lights are red, Mm -hmm. even though the car is static, you're not allowed to move. Yeah. So I understand that because I think it takes your attention off of the wheel and you're possibly impeding traffic. Yeah. So I kind of think it's a good thing. So, So do you agree with it? I mean, not for the drive-thru, if, yeah. I, if I'm going to be really honest with you, because, yeah. I, I don't know, I feel like it's, that's when you text somebody, or like, you could like check, check your text, I think it's safer in the drive-thru than it is on the road, personally. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the next one is, it's against the law to not walk your dog at least three times a day in Turin, in Italy. Um, is that your one? Um, I'll cover it. You'll cover it. No, <laughs> yeah. no, sorry, sorry, I was really confused, sorry. Okay, okay. Yeah. um... So, if I, well, as the law says, mm. you have to walk your dog three times a day. I think it's a good one. Okay. Your dog gets exercise, you get exercise, happy lifestyle, you feel better. That's what I think. I mean, um, I think... But there is a chance, a chance you could be hit by an asteroid. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Donald Dog Dog might be hit by an asteroid. Um, I think it's... I mean, living in England, we've got quite a big dog culture here. Mm. So, I think, as Brits, I think we'd fully support this rule. Yeah. And also, we really want a dog. <laughs> Course. So, mum, if you're listening, so with this podcast and all the sponsors, sponsorships, we're going to save up and buy a dog. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh god. So yeah. I think that I think it's I love that. I think it's great. I mean, three times is quite a lot because I thought it's based on the size of the dog you have, but I could be wrong. But um, mm. I, I like that. I, I think Italy got that on the lockdown. I like it. I think it's good. Probably shouldn't use the term lockdown. That's very true. <laughs> right. So this is one that I actually have a bit of a bit of an anecdote to. You know, mm. story time with Hannah. Of course. So I was reading that in Scotland, if someone knocks on your door and requires the use of your toilet, you mm-hmm. must let them in. So I actually have a friend who is from Scotland. Yeah. And I've asked her about this and she's like, definitely. It's absolutely true. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's not like a concrete law. law. Like it's not in the book. It's not it's not in the book if it were. I think it's just like you know, Scottish hospitality, which I think is actually really nice. That but is, I mean, this could go one of two ways. That's could, very hospitable, that is. <laughs> like you could open the door to what could be a serial killer. Yeah. To use your leave. Yeah. So I need, need to do a quick number two. So I've noticed a quick number two in a stranger's <laughs> house. And please tell me you've never done that. Obviously not. Okay. <laughs> but also I think if somebody's really desperate, it must be nice if they think that, you know, somebody would open the door to them and help them out, like, in a time of need. Yeah. So I think that's quite nice. People get really emotional when they need to go to the toilet as well. Especially you. <laughs> what? Start crying little tear down No, I don't. I never do that. It's a very private affair. Thank um... But you were doing a bit of research on this, weren't you, Sarge? Yeah, I 100% don't agree with that one. Because you were saying about in the Telegraph in 2008. Was it the Telegraph? Yeah, it was very, like, the fifth most ridiculous law. But then apparently it's just, like, a common... Not a myth, but, like, a common thing between, like, Scottish people that you should just do it anyway, just to help people out. I remember my story real quick. Go on. This couple opened their doors to a man about 2am. Yeah. And he was a young sort of lad. I think he's in his early 20s. Yeah. And... He'd obviously a bit too much to drink, knocked on the door, and obviously to use the bathroom. Oh, and apparently God. he'd use the bathroom and fell asleep on the sofa, so they just left him there just to yeah. be nice. And when they got up in the morning, he'd clean the house, or the downstairs, and he'd made them breakfast. That's such a lie. It's not. It was in the paper. Okay, well, I know the well you have to find that paper and bring it to me, because there's no way I, I'm leaving I, that. I, I, will, I will bring forth. He tidied up. What, what a nice guy. <laughs> Sergeant's currently stunned well, in design. Do you know what? I'd probably do that more than if someone was to tidy, tidy the house. Okay, can um, you let people into our house? Right. Well, that's a funny one. But I definitely don't agree with that one. You do, yeah. 
Yeah, so, um, okay, well, see, this this next one, we're kind of going sort of to the other end of the scale, it's a bit more serious. It's illegal to chew gum in Singapore. So... I don't think I can live in Singapore, because I love gum. I didn't realise you were... I love sp- gum, not guns. <laughs> <laughs> Just to confirm, yeah. Sergeant is the resident, you know, Sir Alex Ferguson, yeah. chewing, chewing gum. So, I was reading about this, because I actually, I actually think it's quite cool, actually. Um, the Housing and Development Board in Singapore spent $150,000 um, a year in the 90s mm. to clean like to clean gum litter mm. and hence they banned it because it's such a huge cost it was 1992 so the year before I was born yeah oh, showing my age now yeah. <laughs> um, that they spent 150k to clean That's up chewing gum nice. chewing gum is a notable problem in England actually because there's, you have those pink bins don't you there's a campaign I think is it in Bath or Stroud yeah. or something like that and they've popped these sort of pink bins around the city for chewing gum and it says please place your gum in here so not in mm. the actual bin it's got, it's, it's got its own gym yeah. gym bin having said that though <laughs> having said that the bins have subsequently been stolen. Well, that's just backfired, hasn't it? <laughs> Big time. <laughs> I just feel that's a, that's not a chick in the box, really, is it? But yeah, um, but also I was also reading that also anybody who imports or sells or makes chewing gum in Singapore can get yeah. fined or receive <gasps> jail time. What? Um, obviously, with the exception of things like nicotine yeah. gum, dental gum, you know, or anything that's like therapeutic, if you will. But that's mad. Imagine like. Going to meet your friend because he has some gum, and then you get there's like a massive pile on police court. Co- co- oh my god, catch you buying some for gum, and you it's get like arrested. a SWAT mission to take you. Yeah, oh my god, do you know what? I respect it. I think it's a great law. Yeah, it's good. I think big up Singapore for that one, so. definitely. The next one is quite a funny one because I might ruin your childhood if you watched Winnie the Pooh. Okay, um, maybe people quit the podcast now, <laughs> yeah. don't you? God. But apparently, in Poland, you can't wear any t shirts with Winnie the Pooh on. Because we recently found this, we recently found this out that apparently, uh, that Winnie Pooh is a girl. She's a I female. I was shocked. Yeah, but she doesn't wear any bottoms. She just wears a t-shirt. Now we don't know if this is one hundred percent the truth. So one minute. So what you're saying is that Winnie the Pooh is yeah. a nudist. Definitely. <laughs> what? They all they're all nudists. They none of them wear clothes. None of them. They wear just clothes. wear a top and I think from like their bottom half. No, but Tigger doesn't wear any clothes. Oh, well, he's a full time nudist then. No, Tigger. But, but you know Rue. You know little Rue? What, the pink? No, no, that's Piglet. No, Rue is... Who's Rue? Rue is like the child of the... Is she like an expansion character? No. no. Season two. Rue is like... Is like this... Do you remember you used to read the Rue story? And it's like a spin-off from... from I've never read from that. From Winnie the Pooh. Rue is this little um, kangaroo. And she wears yeah. a little blue top, actually. But she's not one of the central characters. Sergeant is currently Winnie the Pooh is it like this like amazing like movie series or like <laughs> that there's central characters. <laughs> Um, but, but the fact that Winnie the Pooh is possibly a nudist, I fully understand why Polo don't encourage this. But yeah, so you can't wear any t-shirts with Winnie the Pooh on as it's a risk to children. Oh. Um, that they may be wearing, you know, potentially a naked character on, on their top. But that's a mad one. I didn't necessarily agree with it because we don't know the truth behind if Winnie the Pooh is a female. So I'm not 100% sure. What gets you more if Winnie the Pooh is a female she's a nudist? Honestly, well, don't know. A semi-nudist. Yeah. <laughs> oh Mad. Um, oh, God. Right. So, this next law kind of stumped me. Mm. Um, but I kind of understand where it comes from. <clears throat> so, this is actually something that Sergeant researched, but I wanted to know more about it. Yeah. So, Sergeant told me that you're not allowed to use water pistols on New Year's in Cambodia. Mm-hmm. So, initially, from the outside, I was like, I can't, I can't imagine why. Like, I felt a bit stumped. Yeah. But I went online to have a look as to why they inca- they enforce said rule. Mm-hmm. And it's because the government fears that the use of water guns will bring social unrest. 
Okay. And I kind of get it because I think sometimes in a water fight, there's always one person gets a bit annoyed when somebody else goes too far. Yeah. Imagine that on a mass scale on years. Yeah, that would be a bit too annoying. So all this specific, I kind of understand that. Uh, yeah, I agree with that one. I mean, we do want to kind of limit social unrest. Hmm, that's true. Um, another one is you must honk when passing a car in New Jersey. I think that's quite. I think that's just quite a good one in general. It's standard. Yeah. Can you explain it. So when you're driving along the highway, um, you are legally required to provide an audible warning that you are about to pass a car on the left. I think that's pretty good. Because what happened to one of our cousins? He opened the door and... Oh so yeah, basically, one of our cousins... Fa- this is a long time ago, around like, what, 15, 10, 15 years I ago? I think about 10 years ago. When he first passed his driving test. He was really excited. He, got, he had like his new car. And then he went to open... Basically, he was opening the door. Then he leant over to the other seat to grab something. And then by the time he looked around to the door, it was it had been ripped off by another car that had zoomed past. So basically, our cousin opened yeah. his new car door. And it got ripped off. If he listens to this podcast, it's going to be annoying. I feel like he should be moving to New Jersey. Maybe we should buy a couple of tickets. I mean, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of want to focus a little bit oh on god. India's car honking culture. Oh my god, yeah. So I think as a kid, when I, they, one of the earliest memories I have of being in India, besides you know the cattle and the tuk-tuks and so on, mm-hmm. is the the constant use of a horn to communicate. Yeah. You, you, you know, in England, women and men in England have road rage. Mm. My mum also has road rage. Yeah. In the from the passenger seat. Bloody hell. Um, like everybody got road rage, and you sort of you sort of scream through the glass, you point, you shout, you, you get swear. aggressive, yeah. you swear. But in India, none of that exists. You literally honk your horn. Beep beep. That's all you hear. <laughs> it's just constant. Mm. And it's just... The beep is like an equivalent to like an insult, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But honking your horn in India is an absolute culture. Yeah, it's something I don't miss. Yeah. But actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a bit, I'm gonna be a bit of a hog here. I'm actually gonna steal the next one so this one is one a law that i actually really like mm-hmm. so i was watching a program was a document a documentary and yeah. it was featuring mary berry oh, mary berry og <laughs> they got mary berry every time <laughs> so i just loved mary berry um it's basically she went to look at um sort of behind the scenes of boulangeries in france yeah uh, so a bakery and so she didn't realise how central to French culture and French law the baguette is. So I think okay. it's called the French baguette law in a translation okay. to the English, obviously. So apparently when baguettes are made, they can only be made on the premises and have to be sold within 24 hours. Right. And they can only can, can contain four ingredients. So wheat flour, mm-hmm. water, salt and yeast. Mm-hmm. They also can't be frozen or contain any preservatives. Okay. And I think that's kind of all the, bo- that's all the boring part. But the bit that's I love most part, yeah. about this is that... Obviously, besides the fact that it's the same weight, dimension, length, and so on, is yeah. they keep the price constant. And That's it's, good. And it's not expensive. Yeah. And so the French want to make bread because it's such a staple, accessible to people from all sort of different different like um, oh, tiers of like, income. Okay. So like from right from the poor to the rich can afford yeah. it. And obviously, it does fill you up. That's really good. So I really like that. I really like that law. So I think that they've really got that on the lockdown. Like, I absolutely love the fact that people can still afford to eat. We're going to come... These to- next two laws are basically <laughs> yours, so you might as well cover them. Um... So this next one is, there's a law in a state in America. I, oh, it's annoying that I've forgotten which one it is. Did you say like Oklahoma? Wasn't that that glue thing you told me about? Oh, the Oklahoma skunks. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I might get into that later. Um, so that, if you want information on, on that, by the way, just set us up on Instagram. We'll send you the Oklahoma skunks link. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so there's a weird law that you're not allowed to photograph rabbits between the months of January and April. And if you require... Yeah. You know, if you require rabbit photography, like take pictures of rabbits, and you have to apply for a permit. Obviously, rabbits are animals. Yeah. And you can't seek the animal's permission. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just like letting them roam free, like letting them be. Yeah. Because they are part of the wildlife. Um, but you have to get a special permit from the wildlife That's department. That's a permit, bloody hell. And that... I, I, don't, I don't know why rabbits... Is that all woodland creatures? I actually don't know. Right, Sergeant, kick us off with the last one. Then. Um, so apparently in Denmark, uh, the country has child naming guidelines. Yes, you heard it right. So if you want to name your baby something other than the 7,000 approved names, you need to get an approval from the government. So names like North, Apple, Blue Ivy. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You can't name a child them. Obviously, you just need to apply for... You know, I have actually got a friend and she's Pakistani Danish. Yeah. Um, Is her name Blue Ivy? No, it's not. Is her name North? No. Okay, gone then. (laughs) So, and obviously she doesn't have a name that I think would be on this 7,000 list of names. I actually think it's it's pretty cool that that, I I don't think it's difficult to get, like, get a name for, like, a permit for a name because all of her siblings have cultural names. Yeah. And I think it's actually really nice. But um, I actually wonder where did this list come from and who compiled it? That's what I'm more interested Mm, about this law. 7,000? That's wow. a pretty hefty list, though. It's a big list. Like you, ha- you do have a lot of choice. Having said that, though, I really don't like it when I run into somebody with my name, and I haven't yet. I never run into anyone with my name. Sergeant, your name is very unusual. I think yeah. my name is more popular than I realise. Yeah. But I, I, I have never run into another henna who spells it the way I do. So you know. That's true. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are all the laws. I mean. Enjoyed that. They all baffled me. If I I'm honest. But I, lo- I love them all. They've been great. Me too. So, to end the podcast, uh, we always do coin, to- coin toss, as you guys know. So, Hannah, are you ready? I'm ready. Go All for right. it. Oh, one minute. Wait. Oh, are you heads or tails? Do you, do you want to be tails this week? I'm, I'm always tails. Oh, yeah, I mean, do you want to be heads this week and I'll be tails? Can you just let me pick for myself? Okay, go on then. I'll be heads. That's what you are every week, but okay. <laughs> I'm normally tails. Right, I'm going to flip the coin. Oh, flipped it. Tails, oh. you're doing the outro this week. Oh, God. Hope you're good with that. <laughs> Thank you. Right. But yeah, um, so we're going to jump into some scenarios to end the show. I've got three for you this week. So three. It's a big one. Okay, okay. So if you were food, what food would you be? Go. Put you on the spot. Go now. <laughs> um, a pineapple. Bloody hell. Okay, why would you be a pineapple? Um, I love how interesting pineapples look from the outside. Yeah. But you know, once you sort of peel back the layers, yeah. you can cube a pineapple, you can put it on cocktail sticks, you can make okay. uh, it's quite pineapple rings, Do you, you think can puree you're it. quite versatile yourself? And I'd like to think I'm quite versatile, so... Okay. I probably disagree with that. Hannah the pineapple, <laughs> coming to you soon. Pineapple, wow, that's quick off the, uh, quick off the mark. I feel like I was waiting for you to ask Yeah, you wa- you've been waiting your whole life to ask for someone to ask you. Um, okay, next question. If you okay. were a professional athlete, oh, okay. what sport would you play and why? I have a deep love for the Olympics, you know this. Yeah. Um, if I was professional, um... oh god, it's quite a few. You loved like netball that. back in the day. You the yeah, but team. I also like and lacrosse hockey. and lacrosse and so lacrosse as well. Yeah. For that uni, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, okay, okay. I'll be a bit different. I think I would want to be a professional cyclist, okay. but not the ones who like do Tour de France and stuff, and like, not the outdoor cyclists. Okay. I think I like to cycle on the velodrome. Okay. Um, it's just because learning to ride my bike took me a whole summer. And I remember when mum and dad first took my stabilisers off. Mm. I used to come in with scratched up knees. Every- I think I still got some scars on my knees. Yeah. And it used to kill. So I think because I tried so hard to learn to ride my You're bike. You're quite clumsy anyway. Thanks. As I fall over, sit still. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Shut up. So yeah, I'd want to be. So you want to be a cyclist? A professional cyclist. Okay, yeah, go for it. Um, last question. Okay. If you were given a lame superpower of being able to make any food go bad, what would you do? Where do you that get these from? I don't know. What would I do with the lame superpower? Yeah. And um, superpowers if I touch food, it goes bad. Yeah. Like, what, what kind of food would you pick to go bad if you touched it? Oh God. Because I'm in a bit of a sav mood. I think yeah. that um. I'd probably go to people's birthdays who I didn't like and just touch their <laughs> birthday cake. <laughs> so, like, it went Well, that's, like, punch it. No, just, like, patch it. They, like, go horrible and, like, uh, okay. you know, mouldy. That's pretty evil. Or, actually, the use of that power for the good would be if I knew that somebody's food had been poisoned. Okay, yeah. I'd touch that food so it'd go bad so that person wouldn't eat it. That makes sense. But I'm more keen on destroying birthday cakes. Okay. Okay, wait. Counteract what you just said. So, a cake has been poisoned. You decide to save that person. But then you get ill. That was not a part of the scenario. Would you do that? How much do I like this person? I, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> no. No, you wouldn't do it. So you say yourself, okay, Hannah's selfish. That's no, the podcast. that's <laughs> mean. I don't know. You don't know. I obviously want to save people. Like, that's not nice. But, okay. you know. Okay. It's outside every mix. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is the end of the podcast. Hannah, I'll let you do the outro as you won the coin toss this week. Oh, right. So that was episode... Seven. Seven. We believe. <laughs> you know that was episode seven yeah and we went through some pretty cool and quirky laws from all over the world yep thank you for listening and tune in for plenty more content we will see you soon bye see ya hannah we forgot to plug the insta and the email oh god, oh, god. okay so if you want to follow us on instagram it's at too good to be too if you really want to email us, you can. Please with any do. questions or queries or thoughts or opinions, it's um, email is at it's too good to be too at gmail.com. Um, other than that, have a good one. Bye. <laughs>